It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, Rich, uh, things were moving along pretty fast leading up to the end of the year. And now here we are already, already well into the next year, 2019. Took me forever to learn when we passed the last uh, New Year's, and now I have to learn a new number. Isn't that amazing, Dad? It just seems like yesterday that it was uh, going to be twenty, you know, 2000, the Y2K year. And now that's almost <laughs> 20 years ago. Oh, man, I remember that. Listen, folks, and by the way, I want to welcome the BRM family sitting around the table just kind of enjoying our little visit together. But I remember very well when we were coming up on Y2K because this was the turn of the century. This was moving from 1999 to the year 2000. And people really seriously were wondering, are the computers going to be able to handle that? Is the electrical grid in the cities going to be able to make that transfer? Everything is hooked up to computers and on and on and on. And I know there were a lot of people that bought generators because it was in the winter. And if if things didn't work out right and we lost electricity, then things would freeze. Do you remember that at all? Of course. And now that's almost 20 years ago. Oh, man. Look at how fast time goes. Well, I tell you what, folks, and members of our family sitting around the, the, the table here, Uh, Let's start out with something that really gets the day going. Here it is. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. Walking with Jesus every step of the way. He's got a blessing waiting for you today. It's a beautiful morning, it's a beautiful morning, it's a wonderful day. It's a beautiful morning, it's a wonderful day. It's such a good feeling, just to know that you're saved. Don't let your troubles stand in your way. It's a beautiful morning, it's a beautiful morning, it's a wonderful day. The Lord has made this morning especially for you. He hopes that you will be joining in the work He's gonna do. He's got a blessing waiting for you today. It's a beautiful morning, it's a beautiful morning, it's a wonderful day. The Lord has made this morning, especially for you. He hopes that you will be joining in the work He's gonna do. Got a blessing waiting for you today. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. It's a beautiful morning. It's 
a wonderful day. That's a good one to set the tone, isn't it? <laughs> and a wonderful new year ahead of us. Well, I tell you what. What about the people who don't know what the future is going to bring? Uh, they don't know. Maybe the dark clouds are gathering over their horizon. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things happening in America, Rich. A lot of things happening in everyone's family. A lot of things happening in everyone's lifetime. And... Uh, there's only one sure way to have faith and trust and know the person the, who does know, who does know. Well, we don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. Yeah. And that's what gives us hope and confidence. That's why putting your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ is so important, folks. My word, you are God's creation. And he loves you more than you love yourself. Can you imagine that? So this song is so important. It really does lay it right where it belongs. Here it is by Gene McDonald. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine For its skies may turn to gray I don't worry for the future For I know And today I'll walk beside him For he knows what is ahead Many things about tomorrow I don't see Goes before me. Hey. 
Rich, you don't have to walk it alone. You don't have to walk it alone into the new year of 2019 or any other time. You don't have to walk it alone. Isn't that precious? Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Now, uh, one of the people that history should always recall, it's a big shame, however, that a lot of the people listening right now will not remember this name in the way they should. It was Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher of Great Britain. She was a friend of Ronald Reagan's. They called her the Iron Lady. The Iron Lady, and then uh, Ronald Reagan called her Maggie, I remember, but... But they were kind of, and she said, of course, it's the same old story. Truth usually is the same old story. It just doesn't change, does it, Rich? Now, it just doesn't change. That's my little addition to her famous quote. I keep this, I keep this here among my papers where Margaret Thatcher said, of course, it's the same old story. Truth usually is the same old story. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, now, you and I remember a song, Prayer is the Key to Heaven. But what is it that unlocks the door? Faith. Remember that old song? Right. A lot of our listeners will, too. Well, here's a song about that. Here's Carol Robertson. Is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the door. Words are so easily spoken, a prayer without faith is like a boat without an oar. Have faith. When you speak to the master, that's all he asks you for. Yes, prayer is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the How many times have you prayed for something big or small? How long did you have to wait? Or did the answer ever come at all? Words are mere expressions of thought and nothing more. Believing is what really counts, my friend. And faith is what unlocks the door. Have faith when you speak to the Master. That's all He asks you for.
Goodrich. Now listen, in line with what I quoted Margaret Thatcher having said about truth, listen to this, folks. Uh, As with all of the leading colonial schools, these standards for Harvard University were first printed in the rules and precepts of Harvard in 1642. Uh, Let me read one, and it's under quotes. Let every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well the main end of his life and studies is to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life, John seventeen three, and therefore to lay Christ in the bottom as the only foundation of all sound knowledge and learning. Wow! How far downhill we have come since then. I was thinking the same thing. The educational establishment has drifted so far from those foundational precepts. And as they have drifted downward, of course, society also has drifted downward. And consequently, a lot of the churches, the denominations over time, have followed society rather than leading it. But that's also given rise to Christian schools and uh, homeschooling and so forth. So uh, parents have options to to give their children a solid foundation. You're right. You're 100% right. But then good people who are conscious of what their school board is or is not doing, and even if their own children are in a Christian school, they're still taxpayers. They're still citizens. Pay attention, folks, because these are times when you can't afford to be lax and sleepy, and say, I don't care, let somebody else take care of it. So all of these things require attention to whatever is most important. And if your children, uh, starting with the first and second grade, are not important to then be ready for junior high school and then high school, wait a minute, folks, by the time they get to college, they're already formed in their opinions or lack of them. And so anyway, I don't know how we get off on this, But, Rich, when I was a boy, do you get tired of hearing this? (laughs) When I was a boy, your grandfather was really really taken by a song that Stuart Hamlin had written. Now, Stuart Hamlin became a Christian. He was a famous singer, recording star and everything like that. Then he became a Christian at the Billy Graham uh, Crusade. In uh, Southern California, I don't know if that was the 57 or... 47. Maybe at 40, somewhere in there. So that's when Stuart Hamlin became a Christian. And he wrote this old... Well, I'm going to... We're going to use this song in a minute, but he wrote, There is no secret what God can do. Have you ever heard that? Uh Uh-huh. I have. Well, Stuart Hamlin meant so much to my dad. I can remember him just enjoying this song especially. Folks, let me tell you this. Um, you know, and you start out as a young couple, and then the children are there, and then your house is filled with uh, laughter and and engagement and and uh, learning and uh, interaction. And uh, did you get your homework done? Come on, we got to get up and do this or that. You know what a hustle and bustle the home becomes when the family is there, and then there comes a time. There comes a time. When the children are grown and everyone scatters 
and the house is empty. And then there comes a time, and there comes a time. Life itself moves from one generation to the next. And with that thought in mind, Stuart Hamlin wrote this song, and he didn't intend it to be a big hit. He didn't intend it to be catchy. Some of the recording uh, uh, people, they said, no, 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 you got to put a little bounce into it. You got to do this, you got to do that. But he liked to sing it the way he felt it when he wrote it. Here it is, folks. Let's enjoy it together. Some years back when I was on a hunting trip way up in the high Sierra mountain range, I had a rather strange thing happen to me. It was a cold, and I do mean a cold day. I'd ridden my horse up over a big ridge and was letting him blow a bit, and I happened to look away off down in a wild, desolate-looking valley, and I could see an old log cabin. Well, I was about in the mood to freeload somebody off a cup of coffee, so I rode my horse down toward the place. But when I rode up, I was rather disappointed because it looked like there was nobody living there. I could see the front door had been blown down, kind of like it had been wrestling with a storm. In fact, it was a lonely-looking place. I was just about to ride on when I got a big surprise. An old hound dog came staggering out of that old cabin and just real wearily like lay down on the porch. Now, I know a dog will not long remain at a deserted place, but if his master is in that place... He'll stay there till he starves to death, and this dog looked like he wasn't far from doing that. Because that old dog was there, and because there was no smoke coming out of that chimney, that place might have looked deserted, but I knew it wasn't. This dog was telling me a story, and I thought to myself, there's something wrong here. The thought hit me with a foreboding premonition. There was a man there somewhere. I swung down off my horse, walked up to the porch, and that old dog wearily got up and started slowly back into the house, same as to say, come on, I'll lead you to him. I stepped over the old door that was caved in. It was dark in the old house, and I, I couldn't see anybody about. I saw the old dog standing over by another door, walked over and opened it, and I saw him, a little old man on a couch. As I walked up closer, I could see that he had snow on his chest, snow that had sifted in through a broken windowpane above him. I don't know how long the old man had been dead. He, he just looked like he was asleep. His old dog came up and began to whine. Now and then he'd look up to me with a pleading look, same as say, can't you do something to help him? Then I happened to notice shabby window curtains that would sway back and forth every time the wind came through that broken window. A man's not going to put up window curtains in a cabin that's at least 20 miles from the nearest road. A man won't do that. A woman had hung up those curtains. I began to wonder what had happened to her. I turned and walked back out into the yard and sat down on a fallen tree. I noticed there wasn't any snow on that tree. Perhaps a storm had recently visited the mountains and blown it over. As I looked around, I could see a 
a little toy wagon way up under the porch. A wagon that only had three wheels. And I wondered, where were the children that once played with that broken wagon? I can't explain it, but I reached in my coat pocket and got a little paper sack out. And I thought I'd like to paint a word picture of that place. I began the lyrics with, This old house once knew my children. This old house once knew my wife. Well, you know the rest of the story. This old house was a song hit of seven different countries at the same time. But I don't think that anyone ever got the true meaning that I intended the song to convey. You see, I wrote it to be a sad song. And when I made the first recording, I did it that way. But then the recording industry said, oh, Stuart, you're all wrong. To be a hit, it's got to have a real bounce to it. Well, not long ago, I was up in our attic and happened to run across that first old tape recording that I'd made. Perhaps if you listen to it, you can get the true meaning that I wanted the song to have. You see, most people thought the song was just about a poor, lonely prospector and his half-dead dog that had cashed in their blue chips way up high in the Sierra Mountains during a wild storm. But that wasn't it at all. The song was about two houses. The house that's made of mud, brick, and wood, and stone that a man builds. And the other house, the mortal house. The house that the maker of men has loaned to the man for such a short, short time. Ain't I gonna need this house no longer? I'm getting ready to meet the saints. This old house once knew my children. This old house once knew my wife. This old house was home and comfort As we fought the storms of life This old house once rang with laughter This old house heard many a shout Now she trembles in the darkness when the lightning walks about But ain't gonna need this house no longer Ain't gonna need this house no more Ain't got time to fix the shingles Ain't got time to fix the floor Ain't got time to oil the hinges Or to mend no window pane Ain't gonna need this house no longer I'm getting ready to meet the same this old house is a getting shaky. This old house, it's getting old. This old house lets in the rain. This old house lets in the cold. On my knees, I'm getting chilly. But I feel no fear nor pain. Cause I see an angel peeking Through a broken window pane But I ain't gonna need this house no 
longer Ain't gonna need this house no more Ain't got time to fix the shingles Ain't got time to fix the floor Ain't got time to oil the hinges Or to mend the window pane Ain't gonna need this house no longer I'm getting ready to meet the saints My old hound dog lies asleep He don't know I'm gonna leave Elsie'd wake up by the fireplace He'd just sit there and howl and grieve But my hunting days are over We ain't going hunting anymore Gabriel done brought in my chariot When the wind blew down the door But I ain't gonna need this house no longer Ain't gonna need this old house no more Ain't got time to fix the shingles Ain't got time to fix the floor Ain't got time to oil the hinges Autumn in the window pane Ain't gonna need this house no longer I'm getting ready to meet the saints Hey Rich, we're out of time. We gotta get out of here. Give us give us that phone. The number. listener comment line is one eight hundred three four five two six two one. And we wanna hear from you. This is Dick Bot with my son Rich, his chapter the complete story as a public service. See you later. <laughs> 